two homways up here. So when I was uh, reading these readings, what came to mind was uh, thinking about a caged animal that you're trying to get out of the cage, like a zoo animal that you're trying to let them, set them free, or a dog that's scared in the back of his cage and you're trying to get them out. Because a caged animal, um, if they're kept long enough in captivity, or if that's all they've ever known, open the door, set them free, and they're not gonna leave. They're just gonna stay there. You need to slowly, gently coax them out. You know, you don't assertively like you would a person. You don't strongly say, all right, go, go, go. They're gonna back off, right? You speak softly in a way that invites, right? You're not supposed to speak to them in their face, in their way, you're supposed to kind of wait off out of their line of sight. Perhaps entice them with something that they would find comfortable so they know that home is outside the cage, too. And then you let them, you let them approach, you let them come, you step away. And when you give them the time to sniff around and to sense the air outside, they will have that choice, and they do, and they will come out. I'm not calling us a bunch of dumb animals, although we feel like it sometimes, we're not, but I think we can realize, we can try to realize sometimes uh, when we kind of put ourselves in a cage. You know, when, when we become, when we stay in one place so long that we forget what new air feels like when what we think, uh, what we enjoy, what we do, how we pray, whatever it is, it becomes one box, you know, one cage. And we need to be coaxed out. And guess who does all the coaxing? God, just in that manner, coaxes us out, lets us know that the way out of our box here is just in front of us. It's kind of the danger of familiarity. Familiarity is great, because uh, we know it, but we're comfortable. It's kind, of like, um, it's kind of like the person that is addicted to McDonald's. You put a, a nice fat steak in front of them, they're gonna go, ah, they're gonna sneer at it. Or someone, if all they ever enjoy is an iPad, invite them to come out for a hike at Sand Run, and they're gonna go, ah, that's boring. Or a person that eats ramen noodles every day, a salad's gonna just sound gross to them, right? So when, let's see some smiles, some ramen noodles people out there. Okay, but when God freed Israel, when he brought them, when he did everything to free them from that captivity, that prison that they were in, he led them out, you know, not saying it would be easy, but saying it would be new life and better. And when they finally left, and they tasted that freedom, they found a new hunger out there in the wilderness. And when they found the new hunger and didn't know how that need would be met, they wanted to run back into their cell. And they grumbled. They grumbled saying, would that we had died at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt as we sat by our flesh pots and ate our fill of bread? 
But you had to lead us out into the desert to make the whole community die of famine. So it's, you know, while they hated their old life, they knew there was a meal ticket back there. It was a place of comfort. And this new freedom of having stepped out required a new hunger and a new trust, which they lacked. And even when God heard their grumblings and gave them a new form of sustenance, something else to urge them forward, their reaction was like the McDonald's addict looking at a steak. They said, what is this? They didn't recognize what God was trying to provide because it wasn't what they tasted before. And it was an experience they hadn't had before. So as St. Paul and, well, as St. Paul likes to say, you know, leaving our old life behind, it is a lifelong journey. It's like an open door. Hence, we enter through the cross and there's a resurrection, open forever. But however, our old life is never so far back that we can't remember. Not the bad parts always, right? We remember what we left behind, the comforts of it, rather than this new freedom that God's giving to us, who we're tasting, that's drawing us forward. So like every other call we have to holiness, to chastity, to growth, to discipleship, it's a daily, it's a daily promise. It's kind of like when we come out of the shower, we make our promises for the day. It's a daily promise to keep walking forward, knowing our old life is there, but knowing our new life in Christ, it's going to be a challenge, and it's going to be beautiful, and it's going to require, require trust each step as we step out and breathe the fresh air every day, hoping that what we're going to find, trust in the Lord, is going to be more fulfilling and what we've had the day before. And how do we let God coax us out? Let him, let him feed us, let him nourish us, let us taste what's better. And our nourishment is a person. And what fulfills us more than anything else that we can have, it's a relationship that we hunger and thirst for. So when it seems that God is offering us something new, just, just taste it, just try it out. You know, just give it a chance before we turn back to what, what used to always do it for us. And it could, be, it could be an unexpected friendship that we didn't see coming. It could be a deeper step in, our, in one of our relationships when we think this is how it's always going to be. It could be a new form of prayer that we think, it's just not my cup of tea. It could be a perspective that we've been missing all this time and God wants to turn us towards. Or letting go of something toxic that we know has been stealing away our peace. Or do we dare to hope in something that we just don't see any hope for? Or... Might it be something that God has already put in front of us, has already been offering, and has been trying to slowly coax us forward and urge us forward? So as we, st as we put that first foot out of 
the cage and breathe the air, what do we have to let go of? What do we have to leave behind us uh, to accept the invitation? Our fears. It could be our comfort zone. Is it our pain? Is it our pride or our self-reliance? Or is it our shame that we have to let go of to move forward? We can never pray long enough and think long enough about this. And after we've been fed by what God promises is our everything that we need, today, after we've been fed by this person and by this relationship, we step out the doors and we soak up that vitamin D and we breathe the fresh air. Just, we're breathing in new life every time. And we're breathing in freedom that God has fed us with. So may we not look back, may we not look back, but just as we trust and as we breathe what the Lord's offering, just keep stepping out and keep stepping out. And he promises that everything that we desire will find its fulfillment. And he'll complete the good work that he has begun in us.